0: what up podcast. Hope you have the best Tuesday of your goddamn life. That's how I'm feeling it. Anyway, at the Boys Latin School from Philly uh, came through again, a uh, very iconic moment maybe two years ago when the kids came through, a lot of great emotions. This is an incredible conversation uh, with teachers and students, an incredible conversation if you've got a 15 to 20 year old young man or woman in your life that you want to hear some real truths. I'm excited about this episode. It's really fucking crazy, right? Because it's crazy to me that like one sentence from, and it's happened to all of us, it's happened to me. Like once, I mean it happens with, it's why people fuck with music so much. Like one sentence at one moment at the right time just changes, it's crazy. And like to think, you know, I didn't know that that's something I could do. To think like that, like in the last couple years, I'm like, wait a minute. And obviously, like, look, when you're younger, you're more moldable. You're not further along in your thinking. Obviously, what's uniquely interesting for me at this point is Instagram is so important to everyone's attention. It's no different than if I was like winning on MTV in 1992, right? Like, it's why Diddy won. He he was so smart. He just crashed TRL. Know, and just was always show up because he, he knew the youth was on watching that. Well, that now is Instagram, right? And so like, no matter how much any of the kids here, like, may want, like, would either you know now it's different, right? Because this is the second time they have context now. But even if they left, they're like, eh. but like when they go in the van and two hours later they look on Instagram and they see Lil Baby or Gunna or Lil Keed giving me love, they're like, wait a minute, that's just truth. That's just how it works. And so right now I know I have that responsibility. When when NBA players and rappers think I'm cool, inevitably that means an entire generation of youth is gonna think I'm cool and I'm speaking some real shit. The end. And now it it flipped for me too. It flipped and you know, obviously that clip a lot of people saw and that's like a great clip. I know who it is, you know, and like did a lot of people, like, do you get hit up oh, about that?
1: Yeah, I, a lot of people was talking to me. It was crazy. Like, he texted me one more and, more, and I was like, are you serious? I'm I'm like, dude, you're a world star. <laughs> like, seriously?
2: Like, this
0: is
1: a joke, but it, it was really good, and to be back in this space is great, man. I never thought I could do this, because the way you were talking to us in the first video, you said you wanted us to come back in 10, 15 years. I was like, dude, I can't
2: even see that far ahead. Like, I So can't Kev have, started DMing I mean, you the day after for a year and a half, <laughs> and then when we get Alexandra, it was like, I'm like, yo, this is some front. This is like not the real thing. So anyway, that was. Things best.
0: It's just so incredible. So, so probably, you know, around that time, maybe six months earlier, maybe six months after, I was like, fuck. Now it's a responsibility, which is heavy. You know, I don't know what right. I don't know what to say. Like, I'm in a weird spot in my life where I'm like, fuck. I'm uniquely a human, that can penetrate 15 to 25 year old alpha dudes. And speak to them in some way that makes them actually see it different. And there's nothing else to say. And now it's like, it's heavy and super, like, I'm grateful. But it's different. I don't know what to say. It's different. What not really. really. <laughs> you know what's funny? It, no, actually, I, I answer it in a funny way. It's a really great question. It makes me not want to become a caricature of myself. The biggest thing I'm scared, it doesn't make me watch what I say. Because, first of all, the reason 15 year old kids will listen to me is because I speak in a way that is unfiltered and truthful. And, like, like when parents hit me up, they're like, hey, like, I love your message, because I'm talking really good stuff. They're like, but you're cursing. I'm like, motherfucker, do you understand your kids only listen to me because I curse? It just feels more real. Like, it's not like, what you think your 13 year old doesn't hear shit, like, you know?
3: I saw a video, a post by you, and I was talking. You're talking to some guy <coughs> randomly on the feed about. He was a rapper, and he asked him like, are you, are you confident in music?" And he said, "No," and I was like really surprised by that because I do music, and I'm very confident in what I do. Because I I took the time out of my day, like, to learn how to do it all by myself, and figure it out. And I wanted to know like, what was what was your like, how how do how do you like explain to rappers how you can get your music out there more to more people, that's my, that's my problem. I'm, I, I can make great music, I can make good-sounding music and do it on my own, I learn how to mix, master, produce, and all that stuff by myself. And how do you take it to another level?
0: It's just exposure, man. Like, you know, you decided it's good. The market hasn't yet, right? So the biggest thing, like, some people are insecure and think their shit sucks and it's amazing, and some people think their shit's amazing and they're delusional and it sucks the the great part about this world is you and i might have brought this up when the crew was here last time like you know because of the college i went to like every one of my friends wanted to be a rapper right and i remember being blown away that they weren't putting in the i was like get a job at kmart they're like i i can't afford time in the studio right i was what's up
4: just hustle and grind, get the money in your pocket so you can start working studio time. Just try to get your grind out, try to get your music out. It doesn't matter if you work at Kmart or a lot of That's sports. right. Do,
0: that was my big out. thing with yeah. them. But what's crazy now is actually you guys don't have to do that. Because of technology and distribution, all you have to do is make music and then instead of working at Kmart for 57 hours a week, a month, or whatever, and, and then get studio time and bang out one thing, now those 57 hours after you make the music is just about DMing people and just trying to get on. You're one DM, you're, I would literally make music, then lay in bed until Instagram blocked me <laughs> from DMing people, from, right, from, you know, Playboy Cardi down to like a meme page that needs music. Right, from Savage to fucking world Worldstar to somebody, a booty girl. Like, I don't care. <laughs> just somebody to listen. I mean, you know, I think people are very confused. p and Rock got big because Kylie had one little snap and people heard in the back. Like, it's, it's just it's real. Like, that's how music works. What, what's amazing about music is you're one hit away from everything changing. And what people don't think about is distribution. They think about making the music and they play within their own head like it's good, it's better, like why are all these people hitting, my shit's better, because nobody heard it. So, but the fact that you could upload it to SoundCloud and Spotify for free. I mean, I promise you like the 39 to 74 year old versions of you who are watching this right now, they're like yes, speak it to that kid. I used to have, like we didn't have a shot. We, had, we didn't have a shot, we had to go to, in Midtown and give out our CDs, we had to pray that, yeah. Run DMC saw, Like, you had a, it was like winning the lotto. It's not winning the lotto anymore. You just upload your shit. I mean it. You upload every fucking song every day, whatever, and then you just DM people and say, yo, listen to my shit. It's violence, there's nothing else.
1: You taught me about patience, and I know because it took a long time for you to get back to me, but I knew once you got back to me, it was so like, it was (laughs) unbelievable. I was like, this man finally got back. (laughs) This is unbelievable. You just taught me, like, the game and everything you said. I didn't understand Mm -hmm. it right away. Like I just needed some time to feel through but once I watched more content once I understood I was like yo I got this and that's how we got back here today so I'm just grateful
0: I love you, man that, that's up. one of my favorite clips ever just like watching your we're right there just your eyes it's the best man it feels so good it's so it's so real like that advice I gave you is real Literally one time you're gonna DM some blogger and they're gonna put it in their vlog and your life will be different if it's the right if it's good It's just crazy it's very rich. It, you, you kids have it so much better. I don't know. I'm, I'm being dead. To, I'm trying to tell them that every single day. Because you know. And, and they think it's cliche, like, uh, you know, it's just not. It's not like the old school stuff, like you have a better because people did incrementally. You jumped like 10 spots because the internet is neutral, the internet has no feelings has no prejudice, has no feelings, has no assumptions, has no tendencies, doesn't care about anybody more than anybody, it's just there. Somebody was crying this morning, I was on Twitter, they're like, fucking Instagram, not getting the reach anymore, us artists are getting fucked, can't get as many people seeing it, now they want us to pay, motherfucker, fuck Facebook and Instagram. I replied, I'm like, shit's free. I'm like, what do you mean they're taking away your shit? It was, it's free. They're like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> it's free.
2: Well, people like to complain or blame it on the
0: algorithm. Oh, you're right, because they were smart and got on early, so they had more value. But they got, they became entitled. Yeah. They didn't know what they had until it goes away. So how do
2: you, how do you work within the? constraints of like algorithms for Facebook
0: and Instagram and, and those sort of things. It's the way we live in constraints of society and things of that nature. You have to accept. Everything has constraints, right? Everything has constraints. You have to accept and you have to understand your constraints can become your advantages. Instagram's fucking you, maybe it's now time to start your podcast. Get your YouTube up. Figure out Facebook. Facebook's corny, cool, I like attention. Love <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs>
3: So one one thing that I really like, I'm trying to do now is that I know like I have my music on Spotify, for Music, all mm-hmm. over the place, I do all that. But one thing I'm trying to like really focus on now is I'm probably going to go, I had an idea to make YouTube videos. That's what I used to do before I did mm-hmm. music. I, yep, I, I, I got it. That. But I was going to make videos, go out to different places downtown, uh-huh. around Philadelphia, I suppose, that's where you know, all am yep. from and I'll go and ask people to listen to our music and see what they thought about it. That's fine too. That's
0: I will to. tell you right now, that, by the way, I like that. You're doing something. Everybody's just debating shit in their head, talking to their friends about what they're gonna do. The fact that you're doing something is already exciting the fuck out of me. I'm gonna tell you something I really believe in. You need to lay in your fucking bed and DM until Instagram blocks you and then go to sleep and wake up the next morning and be like, fuck, back to patience. Fuck, nobody replied, Gary's wrong. Do it again the next day, and the next day, and then for some unknown fucking reason, young thug decided to listen to it, and your whole life will change if it's good. When do you give up? Never, and here's why. You don't give up. Here's why. It's good,
5: right?
1: No, no,
0: if it's good, not a, the market will tell you. My big thing is if you wanna be a music star, like what's up, like why is it so scary to, to waste an hour before you go to sleep, like you're on Instagram looking at pretty girls anyway. The fuck are you doing anyway? You're, you're on Instagram anyway. You're going to sleep that way anyway. So instead of watching basketball highlights or boxing highlights or pretty girls, or just work. If you want something, you gotta work. That is never gonna change. No internet, no internet, no fucking, we all move to Mars. You want something, you gotta work but people would rather complain about how it is than put in the work. People would rather default into why they can't than putting in the actions that allow them to can. Here's the biggest thing about that. The only people that are listening to you are other losing players. The the only other people that are co-signing your excuses are other losers.
1: I don't really still get that, but when I DM'd you, I DM countless
2: other people, tell them who. John Travolta's Kev's dude, right? He's the only kid I know that has Welcome Back, Cotter on DVD. <laughs> and I started DMing everybody from him the Ray Liotta,
1: Martin Scorsese, like I was going down the list. And I'm still waiting, I'm still waiting now.
0: So here's what I would say. Start over and go with this. Hey, I know you're busy as shit. I have unlimited sweat for you.
5: So just, like
0: just like that, I have unlimited sweat equity. I will work. You wanna get, you wanna get coffee, cool. You want me to edit shit, like, I don't know what you, everybody, listen, everybody's either got money, talent, or time. And if you don't know what your talent is yet and you have no money, you got time. You got seven hours for Martin Scorsese. So the biggest problem is when people hit up people, they're asking for something instead of trying to give something. Set the tone from the get. Be like, I got time for you. I'll tell you, if you what's so great about being young, a lot of youngsters do have creative talents because you guys grew up in the internet where making shit came natural that we didn't grow up with. You know, so listen, every one of, one of the things I think everybody should be doing, so many people trying to get to athletes and rappers that are good at video and, and like editing and all that shit, I'm like, make shit for people. It's mindset, it's EQ. It's optimism. It's like, this is just a this game. It just is, it's a this game. You can't start doing any of this until this is right. This is broken, you're fucked. You're just going through the motions.
2: What does that look like though? So for these guys, like, what does that like?
0: It like? To me, it looks like waking up and realizing whatever adversity they think they have, it's actually their biggest strength. They're not soft. Being an African American in America immediately defaults you into not being soft. And that's huge, that's huge. It's true, it's true. And you could be the most wealthy and obviously that makes it easier, but you could be the richest and you're still gonna be profiled and judged. It's just true. And I think that's an advantage in the way the world's going now because the world's playing out on the internet where the internet doesn't judge that. That's how I see it. You know, Either I'm gonna be historically correct or I'm gonna be wrong, but the opportunity is endless. all the pe- there were humans that made decisions in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. There were humans that made decisions of who was gonna win and who wasn't gonna win. There was humans. There is no Sally Spotify, it's Spotify. It's not Sasha SoundCloud, it's SoundCloud. It's platforms, that's why so much is happening now.
2: I feel like one of the things you're, you're, I hear you saying too, and I think this is important for these guys, is like not being, loyal to a particular platform, right? So That's you're for like, sure. You're, I mean, it looks like you're all over the place all the time, like on of every platform. Could you, like, so, but there's, the gram is the cool thing right now, right? Like if you're on Instagram.
0: Yeah, and I think, and everything I see doesn't make me fear Instagram going anywhere so quick, but like, yeah, of course, if you're a creator or you're trying to build a personal brand or you're trying to sell t-shirts or whatever you're up to, like, diversity, right? Can't be, can't be vulnerable. Myspace was the hottest shit.
3: <laughs> like, board, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: it wasn't even an app.
2: Yeah. So what about are, is there any concern though for like I, you have, I don't know, six thousand people following you on Instagram. You only have two hundred on Facebook. Why are you wasting time putting stuff out on Facebook when short term thinking versus
0: long term thinking? Okay. That was the switch that hit you know? Sure, right now. So start making everyone every other tenth post on your Instagram be like, yo, follow me on these things too.
1: Say like you know, as far as when you say provide value and giving them something, like when I asked you, I just wanted this. Like I didn't want nothing else. Like I just wanted this, and then I'm glad that these guys could come along and I did it for my teacher because you know he did it for me, and I just wanted to do it back for him. And I wanted to do it for me because it's a great experience. Talking, talking some of the real shit in the world. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's, It's crazy. I mean, I get it. That's all I want. That's the best
0: part because then then what happens is once you start, once people understand that giving actually creates you getting. Shit gets real interesting. It's hard to think that. Because people think it means you're soft. People are so scared of somebody taking advantage of them. I've never in my life thought about somebody taking advantage of me. I gave. I didn't expect to get anything from it. You can't take advantage of somebody who's given with no expectation. But everybody's got bullshit pride. It's insecurity.
5: So um, you go next you know I'm a senior in high school. Yeah, I always have, I always think about my future every day like I know yeah. a lot of people say, oh don't think so far to the future but I sure. feel like I have to because I want to see what myself is like five to ten years from now like my biggest problem. Being thought, is, real quick,
0: being you know, thoughtful about the future is amazing, but not letting it cripple you is the key.
5: Yeah, because my problem is I would think so far in the future, I'll start worrying about stuff yep. stuff that I want to accomplish before I leave this Earth years from now that I want to do. Like I always It's great
0: to have ambition. Yeah,
5: yeah, that's that's. But if you cast thing. too much
0: judgment on yourself on a day to day on how you're reaching that ambition, you're gonna cripple yourself.
5: So, um, you know?
0: Like, having ambition's amazing. Yeah. But if you're like, oh fuck, I wanna be the President of the United States and what the fuck did I do about that today? You're gonna lose.
5: Yeah. You know what i mean I, I, I always would like just see a lot of videos from you and i'll watch like sometimes i watch eric thomas and yep. he speaks to me a lot because i'll watch on yep. my stepdad sometimes yep. we go workouts go to the gym <laughs> so like yep. i see seen that video by the way i watched it this past week and you two guys were yep. doing a video together but my thing is like i will always so think further in the future that i will always worry about the bad things that can happen instead of the good things yep because i'll put someone's focus on what can go wrong and what yep. can go right so what can you tell me Well, first
0: of all, the fact that you even understand that to be true mm -hmm. means you're halfway home. I'm being dead serious with you. The fact that you understand that that is your perspective means you're on the cusp of fixing it.
5: Like, I just need to know now. Like, I'm 18
0: years old. My only thing that I've ever seen really work in this scenario where your DNA and your experiences has made you look half glass full, pessimistic versus optimistically blind, Mm -hmm. is to fundamentally surround yourself with optimistic people and optimistic thoughts. Straight up. The only thing that I've ever really seen change people is other people. You gotta cut out, it's real simple. You gotta cut out pessimistic and negativity and you gotta add on optimism and positivity. It's as simple as that. I've never seen it work any other way. The only way I think you can get there is to recognize who else is in your inner circle. I'm talking family. Friends. I
5: know it gets down to that too. What's that? I know it gets down to that. It does. Too.
0: It's the people around you. Are they spitting like <clears throat> negative shit? It's always always you know, if you're around somebody who no matter what is like, see, we're never gonna <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's what you believe. And then if you know, so you have you can't I don't believe in firing your parents or your sister. Yeah. I feel in limiting your exposure to them. Yeah. But then and in that limitation adding on Like you guys should be looking around at each other and whoever else isn't here and like in order, who's the most optimist and not don't, there's a real fine line between delusion and optimism. I'm gonna be in the league, but they're not even practicing. (laughs) (laughs) So that's delusion. I'm gonna be in the league and maybe you don't see it, but you see them at least doing free throws five a.m. to six a.m. every morning before they go on the bus, you like at least he's trying. At least he's doing something. 100%, that effort matters. There are so many guys in the league that fucking nobody saw it in high school because people didn't see the talent, they weren't putting up the stats, but they were putting in the work. And by the way, there's a million people that put in the work, they just don't have the talent. I'd be in every league if I had talent. <laughs> oh, I'd be fucking Dion 3.0. You know, I'd play all four fucking sports. You know, like I'd be in it, but I don't have that talent, but I had that work ethic, I had that mindset. So I really believe what I'm about to tell you, and it's a big thing for everybody in this room, and, and the more difficult your circumstances are, the more likely you're around pessimism. The problem is, all the kids that have all the money on the Upper East Side and Upper West Side and have it real good, they've got the reverse. They have it so good, it's delusion. So it's like two sides of the same coin. Either you have too, too little, or you have too, too much. I used to, I believe what's happened now is because of the way the internet works, the people that have too little have the actual advantage, not the people that have too much. That's crazy. It's game changing for this conversation. It's why when I go and speak to like a private school, I'm like, hey, shit's turning the other way on you. You think granddaddy's gonna take care of it. The internet's taken over. Right. So I think you need to, the, my number one piece of advice of leaving here is whoever the most optimistic person is here, become more friendly with them, straight up. Or if you got an aunt and she's optimistic, her, I mean it. It's only people or what's in your ears, right? Yeah. More Eric Thomas, optimism and work, less... Somebody singing about suicide and pessimism—it's not going to work out.
5: It's like when I watch those type of videos, like you or Eric Thomas and Wayne, how hard he speaks.
0: Yeah, he like comes how, at it.
5: Yeah, it's like, it like, especially when he says something about a person, like, dang, that's something I'm doing wrong that I should change, and it hits me hard. It's like, okay, now I know. And that's the beauty of the game right now,
0: right? Like Eric or I, or there's millions of people. A lot of people have very similar thematics. We just all have different communication styles, yeah. different adjectives, different styles, and that's how people find the person that speaks to them. Mix it up. You know.
5: Definitely appreciate this. How um, much time do I have?
0: Five? We'll make it ten. We'll adjust. Yeah, um, I you just, knew I was gonna get stuck in here.
5: I'm not really into like all the like the videos. Yep. Stuff and Good. Stuff, but um, I want to be a teacher. Like, okay. That's something that I want to do. I want to. It's amazing. Like, I want to be like the best teacher to walk from this Great. That's what I want to do. But um, my I asked Mr. Reynolds this, and I want to hear your. Yeah, point please. Like, like, I often my father and my mom they often tell me like. You're not gonna make a you're not gonna make a lot of money. They're right. Um, but um, that's not really but I don't
0: You don't need to. I don't really
5: care about making money, but like how do I like live? Block that like how do I like keep doing what I want to do without like
0: I'll be very honest with you on some straight intuition shit. I don't think you're hearing them that much. Just even the way you ask the question. I'm being dead serious with you. I listen very carefully and I'm more vibes than I am like the words. I actually don't think you're hearing them that much. I think you want to be respectful to them. Like I think you're like I think it's I think you have a good vibe about this question. It's gonna be your life at the end anyway. Let me tell you one thing about teaching or anything else that doesn't make you fucking a million dollars a year. The, the most upset, not happy people I know have the most money that I know. This we need to start changing the conversation to happiness, not money. You can make forty-seven thousand a year and have much more stuff than somebody makes two eighty. It depends on how much you spend. You might not be in a position to buy every new off-white on a teacher's salary, but the question is, do you need that? The reality is most people need it just to flex in front of somebody because they're insecure. Once you don't give a fuck about anybody's opinion, you don't need shit. You ain't gonna buy anything. You need nothing. That's straight up, up, man. Young guys buy shit because they're insecure. They want to look cool in front of their friends, they want to get a girl. It's not super complicated. It's the least complicated shit of all time. That's why you want all the shit you want, the end. Once you don't want that, one thing I will tell you about making money and teaching, the current state of the way we package education will continue to evolve. In my heart, I think this man right here is gonna look at the same teacher that he is in some kid in 71 years, and he's gonna look at them the same way that Dominique Wilkins or Moses Malone or Hall of Famers look at players now. These guys walk around, they're 57, 63, 80 years old. They were the best players of their time and they're watching Scrubs sit on the bench making more money in one week than they made in their whole career. I believe the way education is packaged and sold in the future, I think he'll make four million a year. He just won't because he misses timing. But as the internet evolves, he's gonna teach direct, get paid direct. I believe that. I do believe that. I do believe that, you know what I mean? So your parents and the world are right, if you decide to go and work in a public (coughs) school system, you probably won't make the most money. If you decide to be a teacher that does it virtually, because you're such a young man in 21 years and that's how people actually get educated, and parents pay you directly, you might make fucking seven million a year.
5: There's already a school model like that. Like in Cherry Hill, it's confusion. It's just like you literally hire what you do as an educator and it's a one-to-one
0: situation. Of course, Entrepreneurs weren't cool 20 years ago. People didn't make money rapping.
2: Okay, uh, so I'm really into like fashion.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: I started my own little side hustle. with Like my friend and stuff where like they pay me and I will, like, then like when they go out to parties and stuff like that, I will, like, pick out clothes for them or they would give me a budget and I will, I will, like, go out and, like...
0: You'll make the fat, like, they'll give you 200, you'll spend 160?
2: Yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll like, make, like...
0: Uh, like I fucking love it. And okay.
2: And, like, I was just wondering, like, how do, they like... Because, like, most of, like, the people, like, I do it for, like, they,
0: I get it from, like, they, like, tell their friend about it. And like. I it's word it. of mouth. Yeah, so, like, how do I,
2: like, market, like, like what I'm doing? Like
0: for? Let's take a step back. Is your thought that in like seven years, if you live in LA making a lot of money styling people, that would be fresh? How are you thinking about it?
3: I'm just, it's
2: not really like more for money. It's just because I just like really like fashion, like clothes in general. Like, yes. Yeah. Like I just like find it like fun and like an interesting thing you can do. And I just like how like coming like, up, like looking at like
0: the thrill of the hunt of the clothes yeah. Yeah. against who you're going to dress yeah. is fun yeah. as shit. I'm
2: like, like I'm like, I can like see them in this or like I probably can like.
0: So, one more time, do you want to be a stylist when you grow up? Yeah, a couple things. One, it's no different than the music advice. You should DM Ben Simmons and be like, I want to dress you. And if he's in a weird mood, he might just say yes. (laughs) I, I don't think people understand all you need is one yes. I can't believe people are willing to play the lottery every day, but not DM people. Like people would rather like try to go to the casino, like Turning Stone and take that ride with four of their buddies and 80 bucks than DMP, like, it's a much better lottery. <laughs> so anyway, that's one. And two, the other thing I would do if I were you, and it was similar to the advice I gave him, but yours is even more direct, do you know, do you follow 50 to 100 of the biggest stylists in L.A.? No. Yeah. I think you should. If you ask me, I would go Google on the bus ride home right now, top 100 stylists, go follow all of them on Instagram, see who you think is fresh, and then DM those 57 and say, I want to intern for you for free. And then when one of them miraculously says yes and you're like, fuck, how do I get to LA now? This goes back to just grinding. Like go on Craigslist and live on somebody's floor. Like either you want it or you don't. Guys, I'm gonna say it one more time. From 20, from 14, but fuck it. From 22 to 34, I worked every day. I went out, no weekends, I worked every day. Every day for fucking 12 years to build my parents' liquor business and left at 34 with nothing. With part ownership of the land the liquor store's on, but with a huge mortgage, which means I'm underwater. With a salary I paid myself, even though I built it from three to sixty million, that I never paid myself any real money. Started over at 34 after building a $60 million business. Patience. And if you want it, you want it. I wanted it. First, I wanted to pay back my parents from taking me from Russia and giving me this opportunity to being the best parents. All that love and wisdom that they put in me is why I can give it to you now. I had to pay that back. I had to really, I didn't want that debt on my shoulders. I wanted to really pay back my parents, like for real. And now I'm doing me. And I started 34. And I'm 43 and I'm a kid. I'm a kid. And you guys think I'm old as fuck. So think about how young you really are. You know what I mean? Like 17, 43 felt like dead. Like dead. When I was 22 and came out, my cousin was 30. I thought he was the oldest fucker, like old. So I know exactly how you're feeling, but one day you're gonna be sitting here at 43 and you can see the heads nodding. You're gonna feel exactly the same. I feel the same fucking fire, energy, optimism, ambition, heat that I did when I was a junior and senior in high school. Same shit, same person, same shit, same. When you re- if you could, be- if one of you actually internalized that and said that's true, you'll get patient, man. You wanna talk about not stressing about the next five or ten years? If you actually felt what I just said and you believed it, which I know is hard, I get it. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like changing perspectives hard. But if you believed it, you'd be patient as fuck. You wouldn't be so stressed. You'd be like, shit. He's talking like that. You're 17? 18. 18. You're like, okay, double my age, I'm gonna be 36. I'm gonna live my life completely over again from this from the get and I'm gonna be 36, which is seven years younger than he is right now. And he's talking like that. It slows down. You know how they talk about sports, athletes like to talk about like, you know like, year three, they're like, yo, why, why are you having such a good season? Something happened, everything just slowed down. Right? That's how life gets too, not just sports. It just all of a sudden slows down. Can I ask you about when somebody says no,
1: right?
0: Yeah. I like that. Uh, okay, so I, I, <laughs> I, love, I love Nose. Nose the best. I mean, I've gotten Nose in
1: my life, of course. Everybody got Nose. If you my, didn't get
0: Nose, you guys would be dating somebody completely different right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I asked um, a, a brand about could I do something for them. The same thing you said yeah. about finding uh, yeah. you know, a yep. horrible business, mm-hmm. like, the business is terrible, they're not that promotion. Yep. I took that and I asked them, like, hey listen, you know, I think they were doing, they do like figurines for like horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, I'm willing to work for you these amount of hours, and I'm willing to do this. I don't really want nothing. I just want to do it for you. They said no. But they left me on scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Said no. And then, so but what what they did was they reversed it, leaving into you on idea leave of theirs, and they ended up saying, all right, you can do this like a program. You get paid for it. I didn't want to get paid. I just wanted to do it. Yeah. See what they said. Move on. Oh, I did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what do I think about it? Nothing. Good. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, what? Like what, what, what? Like what do I think about it? Nothing, like I'm, like, I mean, are you kidding me? People, literally I'm watching people take all my content, build businesses and then shit on me. To try to build themselves up. Like I see everything, like none of it bothers me. Do yours, dude. what the fuck, it has nothing to do with me. Like, just keep doing it. Keep chopping.
1: So there's four people.
0: Because I'll tell you, when on them fucking you over is a second that you're not spending on offense. Looking backwards, fucks with your neck. <laughs> it just does, right, like what? <laughs> like I just don't know. to like, like there's nothing anybody here, can. the most cliche shit ever, what are you gonna tell me? Your dad killed somebody, he's in jail, you lost your parent, like that's real as fuck. The problem is, it happened. You just can't, like it, you just have no prayer doesn't mean that people don't have sympathy and compassion, uh, lots of people have sympathy and compassion and empathy for those things. You just can't do anything about it. What? Like I can't go back and like stop that electric fire that made you go homeless for six months or, by the way, we're going cliche like urban tougher, like people cry in my face, they're like my grandfather left me 50 million, this is real. I keep telling you this, like you guys hear it from me if you're paying attention, my grandfather left me, fifth, crying, my grandfather left me 50 million, and no matter what I do my whole life, whatever I do my whole life, nobody will say I did it, I was handed it. And you know what, that makes sense to him because he wants to do something he wants to do. It's gonna make more sense to him based on his question. Do I expect somebody who's fucking got no money, struggled their whole life to cry for the person that got 50 million? Of course not, because that's what they're trying to get. But there's a lot of people that were handed everything who now know they can't hide and everybody knows they were handed everything, money. Thus, anything they do, that would've killed me. That would've killed me, from the get. So like, it's just perspective. I just believe your adversity is your fucking foundation of success. I really do, I really, really do. I really, I don't know what I, I don't think I'm delusional. My big thing is like, if you've ever seen anybody do it, then you can too. If anybody looks like you that did it, then you can too. Why'd they do it? Why'd they get out? Right? People just give up before they start.
5: That's my problem with me. Like, my dad would tell me always, you always, I would go through stuff in school like my grades are slipping or something gets rough, he tells me I just gotta keep fighting. That's good. one thing he tells me every day before he goes to work and comes to me every time I'm struggling with school. You need to, you know. I would just give up before when it when it starts. Like, I was struggling with school since mm-hmm. like elementary school, mm-hmm. and I would always give up after getting the mm-hmm. question wrong or the mm-hmm. test or mm-hmm. failing the quiz. Mm-hmm. And like, then I got better and better. Then I'll have my moments where I'll slip up, but then I'll be like, all right, I can't let keep, keep letting this thing get to me. I got to get myself back up and got to keep fighting to go on.
0: You need to kiss that man in the face. You need to go home tonight and kiss that man in the face. I definitely will. So I mean it. <laughs> I mean it, man. man if you're watching this, That's real, man. That's real. That's fucking real, man. You're lucky you have some. There's a lot of people that don't have that in their life.
5: He tells me that all the time. He says, You don't know how lucky you are, son.
0: He's right, because he knows the alternative. Every generation had it worse. Don't get it twisted.
2: I think that's the value of this, really, Gary. Like, back to what I said in the beginning is like, that if you see, you can be it idea. Right. Like, kind of being. uh, (laughs) Kind of being. Even being in the space of like what's going on here and what you've built. Do like, me a favor, grab
0: know. out to Nick and find out when we do my Q and A part. I know there's some comps. Let's make sure we do the people that were the yeah yeah not first second.
2: So like just like being in, in the space like where people want to be and they want to work and, they, and like being being out of off the block for a minute and like in. Board room, right? It's, like, it's
0: a, And don't put the boardroom on a pedestal. Don't put this fucking place on a pedestal.
2: No, it's the energy, I
0: think that. No, just, the energy's good and this great place great. is the best. I'm the best, I get it. <laughs> but, but recognize the block as your foundation. You know, like I mean it. It's so valuable. I mean it, grit is rare now. We didn't pay the piper in 2009. There's, guys, I can't, you're coming back 18 months later. I can't wait to see you fuckers in 14, 27 years. You're gonna be like, fuck, you were so right. You don't understand how much your fucking adversity is your foundation. The internet is neutral. Everybody here should be selling shit on the internet. Yeah, man, you have so much shit in your class. I love when people hit me up, they're like, I ain't got, I'm like, you have, like, we're in America. You're rich as fuck by comparison to a lot of people in the world, 7.7 7 billion, it's contextual. Maybe not in the best part of Philly, but but like look. This is America. If you have shit, home of the brain. You, if you have shit in your closet that you don't wear, you got money.
5: Plenty of stuff in here. I never even like
1: so touched even more. Um, older, like older cats from the old school. Yeah. try to talk to our generation, like you're yeah. talking to us now. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Because I feel like, especially with rap, I know a lot of rappers don't want to listen to what the older folks have to say.
0: You have to synthesize everything, even me. Everybody, everybody. You have to synthesize their perspective. There's so much value to get out of the old because some shit is tried and true. But then you have to synthesize shit when they're saying stuff out of them being sad that they're not in their prime anymore. So you have to synthesize. This is about you synthesizing. Not everything I said here is right for you. You have to synthesize. Yeah, so you see what I like, mean?
1: Cause, yeah, cause like I mean I take that from I take that from both rap and I take it from both media and even down to comedy like Richard Pryor he like basically escalated comedy and younger folks will still tell you like he's
0: that's my guy <laughs> if, like, if you yeah. carefully watch me give a keynote like the one hour shit I put on YouTube that's Richard Pryor Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock
1: see this yeah. is why a
0: hundred percent even the way I fucking if you like watch the cadence of how I deliver <laughs> I'm like fuck. I was really affected by those fuckers. You know, you know. That's, what you
1: know. that's what we had. Coming
0: Richard Pryor. Out. I mean, I fucking listened. I, I played that tape out. <laughs> <laughs> tape.
1: Eddie Murphy Raw was for me. Yeah, that was the one. Delirious. Yeah. It. Oh, Classics. I watched all that. <laughs> Ice Cream Truck, bro. Ice cream
0: truck. <laughs> <laughs> Legend. Let me sneak one or two more in. Who hasn't asked a question? I'll answer it.
4: So I'm the same with Amir, right? I want to become a teacher. Okay. That's like that's like my whole thing. That's my yes. Whole goal. Okay. You feel me? But the thing is, with being a teacher, especially a black teacher, yes. Because there, because there are like none. You feel me? They're, like it's so rare. It's it's like it's like it's like a freaking golden goose. You feel me? It's Where? Like, it's so it's so rare. It's
0: like it's not as rare as you think. Really? Yeah. You're yeah. just your perspective's limited. Well, yeah. Let, let's start with that because, because like, that matters because, like, because if that's your framework, then you're on a different course. Like, then you're already thinking like, oh shit, I gotta win the lotto, and I'm like, not not really, not really. There's plenty of African-American teachers in the world. There's lots of black teachers. Whole lot, whole lot, lots and lots.
4: That's yeah, bad. well, I have it. I can count on like on both my hands how many teachers I have. Which, is like,
0: of course you go to one fucking school. No, nah. you got to fake a sc- thirteen. I don't give a fuck. You went to point zero 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 one percent of the schools in this fucking country. I know I'm right, motherfucker. You like, <laughs> <laughs> you went to thirteen schools. There's fucking forty thousand schools. You're keeping it tight, but it's important. And so let me tell you something, both of you. And teaching, I think, is I'm doing it in my way. Two things. One, that's you know like once you start thinking it's limited, like it's gonna, it's gonna change your framework. By the way, it might be your strength. That might drive you to get it done. So I don't wanna take it away, I just wanna make sure you're dealing in truth, right? Two, you gotta ask yourself when you decided you wanted to be a teacher. It, and this is, just, this is just not about teaching. If you said you wanted to be a multi-trillionaire, you're so young, I'm coming, you're so young that you need to make sure that when you decided your thing, have you evolved since? ideology is very dangerous. If you put in your head too early because it's where you limited yourself or where it was most comfortable or because you loved your fourth grade teacher, just be thoughtful. You're evolving every day. I say that to these two. They're both young too. Just keep evolving. So just, that's just something I want to say to all of you. Anyway, keep going.
4: So like my whole thing is I don't care. I mean money is a factor, yeah. But, I, but that's like my main priority for the teacher. You feel me? Like. Yep. Like with becoming a teacher, I want to try and make an impact with students so they can be a positive. You mean like
3: like yep. Reynolds? Yeah, of course. Reynolds
4: has been a positive impact on my life since freshman year. Makes sense. You feel me? So I want I to do. be like that for other students, for other for other kids. Yeah, like, well not kids. I want to teach high school. You feel me? But I want to be like a healthy, positive role model for them. Amazing. For them. amazing. Not not the bread, the bread or anything. I'm coming with money from my other job. That's anything. But teacher is something special. Teacher is something like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm your educator. I'm your mentor. I can be anything. but be just gotta let me in. I'll, I will. So what's the know. question? No, that was a question. I was statement. Like, yeah, feel, feel I love like it. you already answered my question. You feel me? But, yeah, I love it. You already got to answer it. me. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so like, I got a question that kind of pertains to like the majority of the students, Okay. Or the people in this room. Um, maybe you already
0: answered it in some
3: type of way. That's alright. Go ahead. Since
5: like us being seniors, yeah, like, most of us.
2: Most of us are going to college. Okay. Um, What are like
3: the biggest advice you
0: can give? How many people are going to college? Raise your hand. Just curious. How many of the people that are going to college are taking on debt? Like, you're going to have to take debt to go to college. Raise it. Who still has debt from college? (laughs) That's my first piece of advice. This is real as fuck. Everybody who just raised their hand you have to ask yourself why you're going to college. I'm being serious. I know it's a tricky one. This is where I take heat, but I'm saying, if you're not a student, I was not a student. I would have not went to Mount Ida College, which was, I'm being nice calling it a college. <laughs> but if my parents didn't pay for it and that's what they wanted and I was cool with it because I knew I had one last vacation before I was gonna work the rest of my fucking life, I wouldn't have went. I, it's, I'm very scared that everybody just blindly goes to college because that's the American dream and that's what's gonna put you on and they take on that debt and then that college degree doesn't put them on. Now, you have to have a viable option. Like if, if, if I start a seed here and like your parents are gonna be mad at me and you decide not to go to college, you gotta work. It's not like you just sit around. But, my first piece of advice, my man, is if you're taking on debt, and you're not going to a top 10, 15, 20, 30, maybe top 100 university, which is gonna give you leverage when you get out to get a job that might pay for the debt that you're incurring, you gotta debate. You gotta debate. If you are, then it's different. But even the top school, it's crazy what's happening so fast. Biggest companies in the world are no longer requiring college. Debt is real. Interest rates are real on it. People are, you know, many kids in here look like everything's great or 140,000 debt underwater making 64,000 here, not saving shit?
5: Well, so many of them, when we were asking their history, like how they got here and all that, a lot of them said like they have degrees that they just don't even use because it's not, just
0: not... Nobody uses their degree. Yeah. 10%, 30%, 40%, but nonetheless, debt. Debt's the first thing I'm worried about. After that, the people. There's nobody in this room and out here going to a college that's going to teach them something in the classroom that isn't available on the internet for free. That's what i was calling YouTube University.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> scary. Yeah.
0: But who you meet, things like that nature, but you can do that on DM, you can go that on trips like that. The, pe- the people are the ROI, but the people you can get in real life too, without the debt. Got to know yourself, got to be self-aware. If you're not a real student, if you don't learn like that, just go in there because it's making your mom happy or you think it's the right thing to do, if you're taking on debt, you need to reset. I mean it, I know that's, you know, I know, but fuck, the results speak.
1: Explain the ROI for guys that don't understand.
0: It's really, return on investment, like you're gonna spend a hundo, or 63,000 or 49,000 in debt, but you're compounding seven, 12% interest after you get out, and you get a job that pays you. Like <laughs> it, College was amazing from the fucking 40s, 50s to 90s because your degree put you on to the job. You got an accounting degree and you submitted it in, like some accounting firm took you. It's just not happening anymore the same way. I don't know. That's bad if you're taking on debt. If you invest in something, all that time and money, and you come out the other end and it's not there for you, what? That's why I keep. Uh, you going to college? Stylist, you going to college? Okay, so to me, great, enjoy, amazing. But even if you went to FIT or what have you, like interning for the three biggest designers in that same four-year period where they pay you five bucks an hour or nothing to become a big-time stylist is far more likely that path. Being a student and coming out and trying to get a job versus when you're the right hand of the fucking hottest stylist just because you're carrying coffee, but then when you're styling fucking LeBron and they're like, shit, he's talented. Like, that's real life. That's real life. So, self awareness would be my first advice on college. Second, if you decide, if you listen, that's a big leap. If you've been on a course where, like, again, cliche shit, you're gonna be the first one to ever go or this and that, I get it. It's a lot to like just give up on because it's been in your head the whole time. If you go, people. If you go, people. Hello, 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 hello. Friends, friends, different friends. My favorite thing I, I've talked about recently was I went to USC and spoke to them. I'm coming, Alex, I'm sorry. I spoke to the USC football team. I walked in there and said, motherfuckers, you guys think you're special. You think you're cool. I go, 98% of you are not going in the league. This is it. This is the apex of your life. This is the coolest, best you'll ever be. And I go, and you're walking into class at USC with your fucking hoodie on and your beats and talking to nobody. Meanwhile, everybody in your classroom is gonna run Hollywood in five years. 20 years. Wake the fuck up. And that's how I think about this. Like, every kid you don't know in school, you should know. People is the game. Especially in high school, everyone's just making fun of each other, trying to be cool making fun of people that could put them on in 10 years. Everybody who made fun of me made a big fucking mistake.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. What's up, brother? Internships? Yep.
0: Listen, we're taking internships and one of you guys can have one. Well, we're gonna have to, listen, we're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna do that contest.
1: Hey, man. You also date him? Yep, what is it today? <laughs> what is it? What's
0: it today? 9, 22nd? 20, 20 222. Yeah, <laughs> man. Big. That's what's up, man. I'll, you guys come to my office, do your thing. I'll see you guys in a little bit before I leave. Hey, podcast, it's me, Gary. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, I've been blown away by the explosion of the podcast this year. And speaking about this year, this is the year that my empathy... Wine comes out. EmpathyWines.com is the website. EmpathyWines with an S.com is the website. If you've enjoyed this free podcast and it's brought you any value whatsoever, it would mean so, so much to me that at least you could go there and sign up for a three bottle subscription. Or if you're really into wine and you drink 36 bottles of wine a year, I highly recommend that you sign up for Club Empathy, which gives you a case of the rose, the white, and the red. And by the way, I hear it all the time. Well, what if I don't drink red? Or what if I only like rose? You can give away the bottles because what comes along with a Club Empathy subscription is the fact that for 720 bucks, which is what gets you the three cases of wine, you also get an SMS sommelier, which means that there is a text number that you can text anytime, a cell number, that you can text anytime if you're going to Napa and want us to set up the trip for you, if you need a bottle of wine for your boss, like literally a white glove butler service of all your wine needs if you sign up for Club Empathy. Empathywines.com. Buy it or I'll die.